0: On January 18th and 19th Gabriel will be performing at Campbell's Resort in Chelan, Washington. Chelan. Chelan. I can't say that word. Shut. Ch- lan There I did it. On Monday January 20th Gabriel will be doing a Just for Laughs festival audition at Tacoma Comedy Club in Tacoma, Washington. On January 21st Gabriel will be doing a private show. You can't go. Seriously don't even try. Prepare your domestic light beers and bottom shelf whiskey, Boise, Idaho, because from January 24th to 27, Gabriel will be at Liquid Laughs. For more info and for all of his show dates, go to GabrielRutledge.com. Okay, it's podcast time. Please enjoy episode 3 of Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge. <laughs> Now here is your host, Gabriel Rutledge.
1: Hello. Was that too abrupt? Hello from Carson City, Nevada. Uh, I'm trying to record this in between vacuuming in the hallway and car alarms going off in the parking lot. Uh, Guests of the Happiness Isn't Funny podcast stay at the Carson Tahoe Hotel, room 117. Uh, this hotel is old as shit. Like, not gross, nothing unsanitary, but, uh, old. Like, actual metal key for your room old. Not even a hotel card. And, uh, this has got to be original carpeting, too. Because it's sort of a orange-maroon-olive-green combination. Uh... In a sort of a mustard curtain to really accent the whole room, it's uh, it's something. It is something. Ah, uh, I got here last night. Had a good show. Fun group. Most of, I don't know. Maybe I'm fun. Maybe they weren't a fun group. Maybe I made them a fun group. Is it me or is it them? I'll give you a second to discuss. Yep, it's me. Ah. Oh. Staring at a couple of Michelob Ultra tall boys right now, so I know how to party. I know what to do in Carson City on a Friday night. How come they never show the Michelob Ultra tall boys in their uh, <laughs> in their TV commercials? <laughs> I don't know. Michelob Ultra commercials are they really? They're trying to market like, no, this is the beer for athletic people, and so they they show like these young, cool people, uh. On a hike, and then they get to the top of the mountain or whatever, and they pull out bottles of Michelob Ultra. I don't know a lot about hiking, but I don't I don't think you would... Uh, I think if you hiked with someone who brought a 12-pack of bottles of beer, you'd be like, this guy's a bit of an asshole. And also, uh, you know, let's get bloated and walk down a mountain. That's not... It's beer, Michelob Ultra. Let's stop pretending we're for athletes. Carson City... Uh, near Reno, near Tahoe, which really that's a lot of, uh, what being a road comic is a, uh, touring up comedian is I do get to go to some cool places, but mostly I go next to cool places, cool places adjacent, you know, people like, Oh, do you ever work in New York city? I'm like, no, but, uh, I got a show in Albany, New York later. This year or if you want to head up to Syracuse. Like, oh, do you do you work in St. Louis? Nope, uh Fairview Heights, Illinois. It's about ten miles away. You gotta take a bridge. Chicago? Springfield? You ever been to Springfield? I've been uh I've been so many places. I've seen so many faces and I've rocked them all. As Bon Jovi would say. Cause I'm wanted dead or alive. Yeah, I'm not only funny, I'm a double threat. Uh that's a very arrogant <laughs> song, by the way. I've seen I've seen a million faces and I rocked them all. Really? I don't know. I guess if I was singing that song I'd be like, I've seen several thousand faces and I did okay. Most people enjoyed me. Less of a hit, probably. Maybe Bon Jovi's right. Bon Jovi, by the way, uh, uh, (laughs) that's the first, I have this memory of making my wife laugh. We weren't even dating yet. Uh, we were just friends because, you know, everyone else went off to college and there was like four or five of us who stayed and went to community college. We were community college sweethearts. And, uh do you remember we were we were shopping we were buying uh ice cream i think and uh we were looking at bonbons i don't know if they even still sell bonbons it was like a ice cream treat and uh i said to christy my future wife i said uh did you hear uh bon jovi just bought bonbons and like perfectly she goes really And I was like, yeah, they're going to be called John Bon 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 Jovi's. And uh, she laughed way harder than she should have. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm not even sure if that was my joke. I mean, I think it was my joke. Maybe I heard it somewhere. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, about once a year, she'll bring up John Bon 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 Jovi's. And so I'm going to pretend I wrote it. Uh, I just... I saw someone shared an article that said, uh, when men say they want a partner with a good sense of humor, what they really mean is they want a partner who will laugh at their jokes. They don't necessarily want a funny partner. They want a partner who thinks they're funny. And, uh, yeah, that's probably true. Uh, I mean, Christy is funny, but, uh. You know, when someone laughs hysterically, when you say John Bon 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 Jovis, uh, I don't know, that's a keeper, that's a keeper. Uh, even, I mean, man, I don't know, I think that is important. The worst of our our marriage, the worst times in our marriage, we still, even when we didn't want to, uh, we would still make make each other laugh, uh, so, uh. Yeah, am I giving dating advice? No, I'm not. But, you know, I just don't... Sometimes you'll see those couples and they're just so goddamn serious. You know, like the dude reads the paper. The woman is knitting. Mm, Cold outside. Sure is. Like, that's the whole... What do you fucking do? What do you do? How do you stay married with someone and not laugh? I mean, you're not always going to laugh, but holy shit. There's some, especially old people, there's some lifeless couples out there, man. The point is, I've been a million places and I've seen a million faces. And I rocked them all. Uh, Actually, I I was playing that game Buck Hunter, which, uh, you know, it's in bars. You have an orange gun, you get to shoot moose or elk or whatever. And I realized, like, you can pick your hunting adventure uh, to different locations. And I realized I've been to most of the towns you can go to in Buck Hunter, which probably, uh, that should be in my bio. Gabriel Rutledge has been to all the Buck Hunter locations. Book him now. Desert people, man. It's a weird breed of people. It's a weird breed of people. Uh No offense to any of my desert listeners, but Nevada? Goddamn, man. What a strange, strange, dry place this is. And weirdly, scarily patriotic in Nevada. Like, not even like, I love my country, but like, wishes they could put a gun on the flag. Strange patriotism here. Um... Nevada is like if your divorced aunt who smokes got to run a state that's basically what it is you know just just a lady who's like both these machines are mine I'm using both of them like that's that that should be the Nevada State slogan welcome to Nevada I'm playing on both of these machines I saw I'm at I'm working at the uh golden nugget or just no not golden just nugget not gold just not silver nugget just nugget uh I'm working at the Chicken Nugget Casino here in um uh, Carson City and uh I saw I saw three ladies last night playing slot machines who looked like Alice Cooper just too much eye makeup uh a lot of rings a lot of weird shit on their wrists and uh probably not their original hair uh I feel bad for old rock stars. Actually, not even... I feel bad for old rock stars uh, who have some flair. Or at least, you know, they did when they were younger. Because, I mean, Neil Young's old is shit, but you just see him now and you're like, that's Neil Young, just super old. When Tom Petty, rest in peace, he, you know, he was old, but he just looked like old Tom Petty. He looked fine. I mean, I think he dyed his hair. I mean, that's what killed him. That's what came back in the... Toxicology report. Revlon. Death by Revlon. Um, maybe you're born with it. Maybe it will kill you. Actually, that's Maybelline. Uh, but yeah, I don't... Rock stars who like Alice Cooper just look silly now. Uh. Steven Tyler? Holy shit. Have you seen Steven Tyler lately? I don't know what he's doing, but it's every bit as brave as as what Caitlyn Jenner is doing i'll say that marilyn manson marilyn manson used to be like this terrifying like you know scared christians just, the beautiful people the beautiful people used to be like this terrifying guy and i now he looks like the fun dad at a halloween party just just hey kids Remember, only two pieces of candy. We have to have enough for everybody. Okay, Mr. Manson. Tyler? Tyler. Get out of the bouncy house. You're too big. That's for the little kids. Tyler. Tyler. Sorry, Mr. Manson. Can I have another piece of candy? No, you get two. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. I've had... uh, I was actually scared one time in Nevada uh, after a show. I went out. Maybe this is why, but I don't go out with people after shows anymore that I don't know. Um, I mean, why would I when I could drink Michelob Ultra in my hotel room? But I I did some shows in Elko, Nevada, a thousand years ago. And uh, I went out after with somebody. And I realized uh, I looked over at one point when I was drinking, and he was getting in a fight. With someone else and gesturing or gesturing, I can't say that word. Uh like he wanted me to join he wanted me to fight. We I just met you, asshole. I'm not fighting anyone. So I left. Um It's always a slight element of danger, uh, hanging out in rural Nevada. I don't know I <laughs> I don't know what it is. But you always kinda have that feeling like, I don't know if I should be here. That was a uh that was a crazy trip to Elko because uh when i was there a guy a guy casino guy from across the street at the red lion casino uh he came over and asked if i would open for the beach boys on sunday before i went home the beach boys were doing this outdoor show at the red lion casino he wanted me to do like i don't know what it was 30 minutes in front of uh to open for the beach boys And I think, I don't know what he gave me, 300 bucks or something. And, um, I was in no way prepared in my comedy skill set to perform 30 minutes all ages at an outdoor, what used to be a parking lot comedy show. Uh, that's, I mean, if I, if I booked that show now, I would still be nervous, but then I don't know what I was then like three, four years in maybe. And, uh. But of course, I said yes. I mean, I think I was getting 500 bucks for the whole weekend, so uh, you know, of course, I'll stay for 300 more. Uh, And I remember, uh, (laughs) I remember before the show, uh, I put a quarter in a slot machine and won 100 dollars. So already a good day. And then, uh, by the way, this was not Brian Wilson Beach Boys. This was this is some of the other guys, some of the Lime Pants Beach Boys. just super old uh there was these calendar girls there for some reason um because even at a family show there needs to be boobs uh if you're in nevada and uh just watching i mean not exactly saying rude things to him but just watching old men flirt with strippers kind of creepy uh but the show went okay, I guess. I remember it going okay. I got my three hundred bucks and then uh I, I I left before the Beach Boys even hit the stage and then uh as I was driving away getting on the uh freeway entrance for my probably fourteen hour drive home, uh I heard Ba 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 ran Bah, bah, bah. I, I just drove away to the sound of the Beach Boys and I was like god damn it I am in show business opening for music as a comedian is uh, a challenge it's I don't know cause they're not they're not there to see you they're not I don't you never you never want to be the butt first guy right like are you guys ready for Metallica <laughs> yeah Alright, but first uh we've got some comedy. Please welcome uh he's been on most of the towns in Buckhunter. Please welcome Gabriel Routledge Boo I haven't done a ton of it. I've done uh a couple years ago I opened for the uh the Bellamy Brothers Which uh what are some Bellamy Brothers songs like? If I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? I'm sorry. That was painful to listen to, but I just wanted you to know who it was. What was their big hit? Love Flow. Let your love flow. Anyway, uh, open for the Bellamy Brothers, Um, which it paid super good. It was like a week of shows. and it, I don't want to say the number. Uh, I don't want to say the amount of money I got, but it was in between $4,999 and 5001 Right in between there. Um, and, uh, yeah, actually one of the Bellamy brothers, uh, Howard, I believe, uh, had kidney stones, couldn't make the trip, so it was just one Bellamy brother, so I didn't, I didn't get the full experience, but, man, we were in Montana and North Dakota, and, uh, yeah, that's, it's not easy, it's not easy to walk out in front of, you know, 2,000 people in a, sort of a, an auditorium (laughs) filled with... You know, country folk, farmers, people. I, I performed for more overalls that week than I had previously, for sure. Uh, yeah, and I, I kind of had to learn. Like, you can't just walk out and start doing your jokes because people aren't ready for it. You really, you got to be a cheerleader. You got to be like, oh, who's, re- <laughs> who's ready to see the Bellamy brothers? <sighs> All right. How many, you know, you got to get them to clap for no reason. How many people here are seeing the Bellamy Brothers for the first time? How many people are seen them before? How many people enjoy clapping? How many people here are under 30? How many people here are over 50? All right, under 30? Some of those over 50 people need to help driving. They can't drive at night. Now we're having fun. I figured it out. Uh... The first show was a little rough, but I figured it out the rest of the week. And uh I was I was selling my CDs after the show, which uh was kind of funny cuz obviously all ages uh you know, I'm I'm doing all, the cleanest jokes I have for 30 minutes and then uh, the CD I was selling though uh was called Breeder, available on iTunes. Uh and the cover is just a, like microscopic sperm entering an egg. And uh so it's just hilarious to be <laughs> kids are coming up like, I want one of your CDs. And I'm like, There you enjoy kid. You're gonna learn something. How many people here understand how reproduction works? <sighs> Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, But if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry. And you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, It's easy. It's free. Uh, They distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently it's just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So... Worth it? Of course it is. Uh, Go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. All right, I put this off long enough. Uh, This episode has a sponsor. Uh, And again, if you would like to be a sponsor uh, of the Happiness Isn't Funny podcast with Gabriel Rutledge, Uh, If you'd like to sponsor one of the episodes, give me five bucks and uh, I will read whatever you want. All right, here we go. Uh, This week's episode of Happiness Isn't Funny is brought to you by Christy Rutledge. Who are we kidding? I should be paying Christy Rutledge to allow us the high honor of attaching her name to our podcast. Christy is amazing, talented, intelligent, brilliant, and a genius. We are all lucky to live in the same planet as her. Can you believe I'm lucky enough to live in the same house as her? And it would appear that she is independently wealthy because she is able to make the substantial sacrifice to support this podcast. Her birthday is on Thursday, and everyone should send her presents. Happiness Isn't Funny would like to thank Christy from the bottom of our hearts for allowing us the honor of her support for this podcast. This week, Christy will be at the Pioneer Elementary School on Monday. On Tuesday, she will be at the Kaiser Permanente, taking her daughter to her 11-year checkup. On Thursday, she will return to Pioneer Elementary for a two-day guest set, while the person she works with is in Hawaii. On Saturday, she will be at the Olympia Center to drop off her daughter at a theatrical dance class. You can catch Christy in any of these locations. Christy, I'd like to offer my never-ending thanks and love for allowing me to accept $5 for you. Said that wrong. Christy, I'd like to thank Christy, I'd like to offer my never-ending thanks and love for allowing me to accept five dollars from you to support this podcast. I didn't read it wrong, she just wrote it weird. Wow! Uh I'm gonna have to put a time limit on these plugs. That was long. Also, the five dollars she used to pay for the podcast, uh, pretty sure that was my five dollars. Okay. He took it out of my bucket of money. <laughs> I say that like it was a whole bucket filled with money. It was a bucket with like $8 in it. But she took five of them. I'm not making money if I'm getting $5 donations from our own joint bank account. I actually said that when I won the Seattle comedy competition in uh, 2004. I was just a kid. 30 just a kid uh, I said that because they uh, after the, the final night and uh, they're like a I don't know a few words from our champion and I said uh, I share this with my wife Christy and not just because we have joint checking oh that's adorable nice little quote for the paper for the papers you can tell I said that in 2004 because people don't really write checks anymore I mean, occasionally, how many checks are we writing? I've read, I've read an occasional check, but I used to be uh, a big deal. You could pick what kind of checks you wanted. Remember one time I accidentally, I don't know what I ordered to be on the checks, but I accidentally got uh, Precious Moments figurines checks. Yeah, that was a long month or two. A big part of the uh, uh, Rutledge's podcast I used to do with my wife was uh, her correcting me. Um, like, I would make jokes. I'd be like, ah, oh, I haven't done that in ten years. And then she'd be like, actually, it was probably more like eight. And I'd be like, son of a bitch. Let me talk. But uh, I've listened to uh, all of my episodes so far. All two of them. And uh, sometimes I wish there was someone to correct me. Uh, cause sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I say stuff that doesn't make sense and there's no one to call me on it. There's no one to say like, what are you talking about? Uh, in fact, my wife listened and she, wait, I have something to play for this. Hold on.
0: Shit that Gabriel should have said last week.
1: So last week, uh, when I was talking about my, uh, viral videos, um, which by the way, that my, the, the, the biggest one is up to like. 970,000. I might make a million. I don't know what happens when you get a million views. Uh, I assume a parade. So I'm going to buy a, an outfit for that. Uh, and a bass drum. It'll be a one man bass drum parade. <laughs> what are you doing? Sir, sir, what are you doing? I got a million views. Oh, the point is. uh, Last week, Christy noticed that uh, when I I was reading people's comments on my Facebook videos, and uh, I wasn't saying their last name, just their first name, but for some reason I was saying uh, last name Remitted, which I think I meant omitted, like last name, I don't know what Remitted means. But anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. Thank God I'm married. I might think I was perfect. All right, uh, I, uh, I had something weird happen in December, uh, where I had back-to-back shows where, uh, the ambulance had to be called. I mean, I've killed before, but this was ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, we have fun here. Uh, it was weird. The first one was, uh, I was in Portland at Harvey's, and I was doing, uh... The Dope Show, which uh, is—it's <laughs> a show where you do a set, you do like a ten-minute set, then you get off stage, and then you smoke a bucket full of pot, and then you go back on stage and attempt to do more jokes. Um. Which <sighs> I've done before. I don't like it. I'm not a big—I'm not a big pot guy. And when I do smoke pot, I don't really want to be around people trying to entertain them. I would rather be at home entertaining myself. Um, but this one was I, – I mean I, I had done the week at Harvey's in Portland. I had a show Sunday already, and then the dope show was like right after it. So yeah, of course I'll hang out and make some more money and uh, do a pot show. Um, but someone someone who was at my show and then stayed for the dope show – uh it was kind of an older couple, <laughs> like the guy he looked- the guy looked like the old man in up like had the hat the coat, the big glasses, and then the the lady he was with um I think she just got super drunk and she ended up uh she was went to the bathroom and then i don't know if she passed out threw up I don't know what happened in there, but they had to call <laughs> an ambulance uh to come get her out. I was not on stage. This all happened uh, when, I was, uh, when I was off stage. So by the time I got on, it, the room had been cleared and everything, but I was actually outside smoking pot when the ambulance showed up. Um, and I was super high, by the way, so this was all very confusing. I said I wasn't going to say this, but I have to say it. I'm so fucked up right now. I don't, uh, I don't do pot. (laughs) As my grandma would say. Don't don't do the pot, kids. It's a gateway to whatever the fuck happened in the bathroom. (laughs) One of the... One of the reasons I don't smoke a lot of pot My shirt's very heavy. (laughs) Please don't let that be my last words. (laughs) Wait, everything I say is my last words. So I'm outside, I'm outside, and I'm I'm smoking pot. And I'm like, I hope I don't get paranoid. I hope that's not a thing. And then I, I saw I saw a big fire truck. <laughs> big old. I was like a three year old. <laughs> and then I thought, this. I'm a paranoid, but I think they're slowing down. I think they're. Did I hear five times more likely to have a heart attack? <laughs> I already had it. I'm not high, I'm floating above my body. (laughs) They're here to try to save the former me. And then I thought, no, no, that's ridiculous. I'm just being paranoid. And then they're like, is this Harvey's? I'm like, fuck me. and then, like, the old dude from Up was just waiting there. (laughs) I don't remember that part of the movie. I thought she died in the hospital, not a fucking dope bathroom. If a fat kid with balloons runs in right now, I am freaking the fuck out. So she was fine, I think. Uh, you know, EMTs came, took her away. Everything was all right. Uh, and then the very next show I had, like uh, two days later, I was at a casino in Paulsbow, Washington. Uh, and this one, <laughs> I was literally on stage. Um, and I don't know, I'm, I think I'm doing an hour. I'm probably like 30-something minutes in. And there's like this sort of booth seating all the way around the perimeter, and I see a guy, um, is this kind of an older gentleman, had overalls on, looked like Santa Claus, and he, he's just like, it looks like he's sleeping on one of the booths, so I, I just, I stopped in the middle of the joke, because I had actual concern, uh, to see what was going on. We <laughs> could is he okay? Are you alright, sir? You will be? Do you need any medical assistance? What's that? What did he say?
0: Toxic mold on his firearm. He's on medication.
1: Okay. So he he says he's all right. He's just on medication. It was very confusing. So he didn't... He didn't leave though. He kind of sat back up a little bit, and then uh, so I'm—I uh, I actually looked at on my recording for 18 minutes. I had to talk to the crowd while a medical emergency was happening. Like he wasn't—you know—he's fine. He didn't die or anything. But it's like the uh, casino staff went over and talked to him, and then eventually, uh. uh some emts came in to talk to him and obviously emts don't give a shit about what's happening on stage so they're you know loudly going like you know do you do you have shortness of breath and i'm up on stage going eh, my kids are weird it it was i i was i would joke with the crowd about what was happening uh i would do some jokes i would tease the crowd i could see everyone in the crowd's eyeballs were not on me so for 18 minutes I had to uh I had to sort of acknowledge a medical problem was happening in the crowd and also keep them entertained. And uh I'm going to be honest, that may be one of the best shows I've ever done in my life because of that. Because like I heard someone say about golf before, like uh uh you know, what you really want to watch a golfer do is not play, you know, shoot it straight down the fairway under ideal conditions, but it's more fun to see them, like, in a sand trap behind a tree uh during a windstorm. Do you know what I mean? You can really... And that's... I mean, I, I was on stage in a sand trap behind a tree in a windstorm. I was, uh... One of the... The, the guy who opened for me was like, I thought you would just leave. I would have left. And I'm like, I never... It never crossed my mind that I could, like, <laughs> end the show. I just stood up there and sort of, uh, dealt with it. And then, uh... They carted him away, and uh, luckily he looked like Santa Claus, so I kind of had a fun ending line. But
0: well, the good news is I think he's okay.
1: Yeah. The bad news is Christmas is canceled. All right, I'm going to read some iTunes reviews. I guess I'm ending this one a little sooner than uh, maybe the others, but I got a $25 uh, food voucher I got to use at the casino. So I got to go order something that costs $24.95. Yeah, if you leave me an iTunes review, I would appreciate it, and I will read it. Uh, I got a couple more this week, uh, but only one with words. Uh, finally, Gabriel Rutledge, in our very own home, five stars, by Lisa J. My husband and I have seen this hilariously funny guy around the Seattle area a few times, and now we can listen to him even more, whenever we want. Seriously, do yourself a favor and listen up. If you're already a fan, you'll hear backstory, not necessarily porn backstory, although that may be in a future episode, and commentary about his jokes. And if you're not yet a fan, where have you been? Can't wait for more episodes. Thank you, Lisa J. That is so sweet of you. And uh, you're right. Where have they been? Where have you been? Um, I actually got, I got a Stitcher. Uh, a couple Stitcher reviews, too. Which I don't know if I'll always read those, but I, I, I got a couple. Uh, one from Laughing Monkey. Five stars. Rutledge is one funny mofo. Which, uh, first of all, Laughing Monkey don't care for the language. Because I don't know if you know what mofo stands for. Uh, motherfucker. Is that a thing you want people to say? You want to joke about people fucking their mothers? not going to stand for it on this podcast. Gabriel is a great comedian, and it comes out in his one-man podcast. His honesty is what makes the podcast so great. It is also what makes him so very funny on stage. Listen to this podcast and catch his comedy show any chance you get. Thanks, Laughing Monkey. And then uh, one more Stitcher review from Fred Fred. Five stars. Good. It's just one dude talking, but it's still interesting. You know what? That's all I can hope for. Uh, It's a very accurate assessment of the podcast, too. It's just one dude talking, so don't get your hopes up. Uh, So, yeah, leave me an iTunes review. I'll read it. Um... And uh, if you live in the Olympia, Washington area, March 16th, I'm at the Washington Center. Tickets are now available for that. Please buy those. It's a giant theater. And uh, <laughs> I need some bodies. Um, I think I, what did I get last year? 520 people or whatever, which is great. But it, I mean, you can fit 900 people in there. So, in fact, someone around town was like, I got to get tickets now. I heard it's going to sell out. And I'm like, <clears throat> that's wildly optimistic. But you're right. You should get tickets now. Uh, Gabriel at GabrielRutledge.com. If you have any questions, comments, or want to sponsor a podcast episode. Uh, all right, we did it. We made it to the end. Talk to you guys next week. ba 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 really Ba-ba, went to a dance looking for a man. Saw Barbara barber so I thought I'd take a chance. Bobber and Bobber and you got me rocking and rolling, rocking and a really barber and pop, pop, pop,